it's that episode of Buffy where the 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 gentlemen come and steal everyone's voice. Like you're just screaming and oh, yeah. watching someone else scream, but there's no sound that you can hear because the music is just <gasps> do 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 so fucking loud. And sorry, uh, Ari, what's the music? One more time. So. So loud club music in this area that is very distinctly bar. Like, like, uh-huh. no one is dancing in this space. <laughs> there is a club part. People are dancing there. Okay, but that's sure. not this space. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> this space has booths and people are sitting there talking. <laughs> um, or attempting to. That's so stupid. It was fucking wild one of my uh friends is comedian so he was having his like birthday party there and it was like 80 comedians and then me and olivia oh liv was there liv was there i I was there okay cool um and uh yeah so and literally i like it was like a mass invite that was like on instagram or whatever uh by the way since we're already recording and we're in the cold open shout out to liv She has given us more titles than anybody else for this podcast. <laughs> and they're all good. Anyone. <laughs> combined. Combined. She's given us more titles. Um, so that's actually less for you, Liv, and more for, you know, the rest of the listeners. Get on her level. It, we're public shaming. Right we're public shaming. Um, In the worst way, yes. Which is truly tragic, because we don't want to lose our six monthly listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Our audience size of six. Uh, everyone celebrate. We made it past uh, five. We made it past one. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Did we tell that to anyone? Well, now we did. <laughs> cool. Now we did. Okay, cool. So, fun fact, listeners. There was a time where we had one uh, active monthly Which listener. is particularly funny because there's two of us who do this podcast. <laughs> Probably. It was 100%. Ari's brother. It was not me. Yeah, if I'm gonna be honest, probably me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I named my aloe plant guy. <laughs> <laughs> you would love my plant names. I also need to water them because I think it's been like three days. <laughs> I'm growing a bonsai apple tree right now. <laughs> Aren't like bonsais really bad for the tree? Like, uh. Uh-huh. I read that somewhere. That, like, are they? Bonsais are like not healthy trees or something. I mean, I don't, what does I don't it know. Do you care you know, about like the life of your plants? It's, I, a, it's a. Is, uh, can't bonsais live like hundreds of years? I thought it was just the process of like keeping a tree small. I didn't. Right, which is bad for the tree. Oh. Is it? I don't know. I read that somewhere. Fuck if I know. Okay. I'm quoting a thing I have no sources for. Let me be. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's just a small tree. I don't know. I'm not going to have a tiny apple apple tree with tiny... Teeny tiny apples for teeny tiny Aries. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the episode name. (laughs) That has to be. Teeny tiny apples... Teeny tiny trees with teeny tiny apples for teeny oh, tiny Oh, the whole reason I was telling you about Union Pool was because I truly hate it there. Um, <laughs> I haven't been there since college, and 
Okay. Truly a place I could have never gone back to and live my whole life <laughs> perfectly fine with that. But as I was I was reminded vividly yesterday of why I hated it, and it was because as I was walking, um, I was like following a friend I had run into uh, with uh, Liv, and we were walking. This guy from behind me just goes, hey, can I just tell you how much I love how short you are? And I was like, <coughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what oh, the God. fuck? That's so gross. So fucking nasty. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Uh, was that guy short? No. I mean, he wasn't, like, tall, but he wasn't. You can't ask me that. I add two inches to everyone. I fa- <laughs> Liv is 5'4". I thought she was 5'6". Okay, fair. Also, Liv, so sorry. I'm, like, revealing so much about you as a person <laughs> right now. Okay. I think I have two episode okay. name options here. Okay. It's either going to be teeny tiny trees with teeny yeah. tiny apples with teeny tiny Aries, or it's going to be shout out to Union Pool. <laughs> Honestly, shout out to Union Pool is kind of funny because it's a little <laughs> bit shady. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love being shady. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem with shout out to Union Pool is that by giving our thousands of listeners uh the the name here's why i don't think it's a problem of our uh thousands and thousands of six listeners i highly doubt any of them are in new york <laughs> okay fair well live is but live won't be returning to union pool anytime soon either <laughs> uh, all right fair in that case uh um what if it's what if it's a what if it's a parenthetical shout out to union pool parentheses teeny Tiny trees for teeny, teeny tiny, tiny apples. Teeny tiny, tiny trees with teeny wait. tiny apples for teeny tiny. <laughs> okay, that that's it. Yeah, teeny tiny, teeny tiny. Teeny tiny, teeny tiny. Right. Okay. This will be a long title. Let me write this down so I don't forget. You can also <laughs> hear it in the playback <laughs> when you listen to this <laughs> and edit it. <laughs> yes, that's that's true. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> This podcast is NSFW. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a podcast called Title with Elon's sister and Ari's brother. Give us titles and we'll give you stories. Welcome back. This is episode 10 or 11 or something we think. Fuck if we know. Fuck if we know, dude. It's podcast called Title Time with your favorite siblings, Elon's sister. And Ari's brother. A podcast called Title Time? I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> don't give me shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. We are back once again with another installment of this riveting podcast series that all of you can't get enough of. We're self-aware. We know. <laughs> Well, we know what's going on. <laughs> we see you, six monthly listeners. Yeah, we see you. We see you. This is just for you. While we're at it, um, uh, I wanted to uh, encourage strongly those uh, six monthly listeners. Five, actually, <laughs> if you don't count me. <laughs> um, our Patreon is live. Uh, and, uh, you can, uh, see it now. So, 
check that out. And uh, all five of you, please do support. <laughs> uh, there's some bonus content up there for you. Uh, we we uh, posted a thing. If you haven't yet, stop right here and go back and listen to the thing that says BONUS in all caps. It's called The Red Herring and Undersea Warfare. It is a Patreon bonus content podcast just for our Patreon people. Um, and so they eat that shit for up. the Patreon that we haven't built yet, yeah. We, we just <laughs> built it. But we'll be up. It's, it's up. It's up now. But cool. whatever. Yeah, that. How about we uh, talk about the podcast? Uh, for a second which one uh, <laughs> this uh, one or <laughs> actually yeah that's a good call let's talk about the patreon one let's get um, people uh, in a podcast about called title as you're aware we pick um titles from a bank that have been made up and we improvise stories around them for red herring swam around the writer's room colon whatever the following episode name is we <laughs> We take a slightly different approach. Uh, Elon's sister and Ari's brother send each other prompts very shortly beforehand. And th- and we'd have to pitch each other's prompt, having seen it for maybe at most 5 to 20 minutes beforehand. And from there, we select the prompt uh, that we're going to use um and and whoever's pitch and we write the story for it and figure out what kind of format it fits the best um and it's a really it's a really interesting series it's it's not quite that we go more in depth with those stories than we do with the titles uh stories so so for apct part of it is that we're doing two stories an episode the stories are a lot shorter and they're very improvised in the moment with uh, a red herring swam around the writer's room what we're doing is actually like outlining a story so you're not necessarily getting like a full beginning middle end you're getting like the what the outline of the story or even beat by beat scenes would look like and or characters and it it gets a lot more in depth we take more time with it so for we focus on that one story and sort of fleshing out that one story for a full hour yeah and so far the stories that have come from that have been really good yeah honestly yeah that's true surprisingly all two of them very good all two of them. <laughs> we were shocked, honestly, how good like we both kind out. of want something to happen. Oh yeah, please, please. If any, out. if any of our listeners, uh, if you all have connections, if you're our Patreon supporters and you uh, like have ways to make things into media, if you know movie writer people, if you are an animator, if you you know write novels, go ahead. I'd love to see the crickets turned yeah, into or a the, story. The t-shirt goblins. Uh, they don't. Uh, I guess they do know about t-shirt goblins now. Well, I assume by the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have come out. It will come out. Yeah. So they know about the t-shirt goblins. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We're very bad at accounting for time on this. <laughs> but yeah, that's our Patreon content, and uh, check it out. Moving along, uh, what is 
what are we doing? We're, we What's the we next should thing? be selecting titles is what should be happening next, I believe. Don't we usually give uh, like a little spiel overview of how the podcast works, the D4 thing and every and all that good stuff? Do we do that now or later? It's been a while. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So titles. <laughs> so, uh, so titles. <laughs> uh, for those of you who randomly decided uh, to start with episode 10. Uh, and why would you really? I mean, come on. Yeah, do we have to explain this every time? Anyway. Um, I guess. Uh, so, Elon and I, Ari's brother and I, have a bank of uh, titles, and we are going to pick four of them. We are then going to roll 1d4, which for those of you who don't know uh, or are not familiar with D&D or tabletop RPGs, is a pyramid-shaped four-sided die. And whatever that number lands, whatever, however the... The die dies is the die dies is uh, the the story we will be improvising. <laughs> However, the dice crumbles. Yeah, we will improvise one of those uh, titles into a story from the title list, and uh, either Elon's sister or Ari's brother will read a uh, a challenge word, the SAT challenge word of the day. And we'll have to use that correctly in our story, or we go to the penalty box. Which we'll explain if it happens. Let's pick titles first. Hey, good idea. Uh, okay, title one, Noodle Incident. Thank you, Srubendov. Title two, Loose Change and Tight Alibis. Thank you, Liv. Title three, Tattoos I'll never do again. Also, thank you, Liv. Title four. Are you writing this down? <laughs> okay, title four. Are you writing no, this down? No, title four is... No, 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 uh, no, 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 fuck. You said it. That's not hey, one of our titles, it. it's not in the bank. Are you writing this down? <laughs> it doesn't matter, it's now in the bank. We just improv the All title right, off, fine, off fine, the fine. dome. So, there you go. And number two was loose. Of course. Okay. Uh, loose change and tight loose cha- alibis. Okay, great. Yep, that's what I thought. I wrote loose change, but I didn't write anything else. Okay. We're going to roll the magic D4, which looks like a pyramid. And we got a one noodle incident. And our SAT vocab word is coincide verb to happen at the same time it wasn't until after uh never mind about the sentence (laughs) 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 coincide (laughs) to happen at the same time coincide Oh, come on. I'm sure we can, like, make up an example sentence or something, right? It was complete chance that the moment the pedestrian walked across the street happened to coincide with the the turning bus. It was a terrible sentence. I feel like you could have done better. Um, <laughs> Should have said. Uh, did, did I use it incorrectly? I mean... No, but that was just a lame sentence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. Uh, it was beshared that the. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Just Go fuck inside. it. <laughs> I'm done. 
Um, okay. Uh, Are we just thinking of example sentences? I, we should probably get started, shouldn't we? Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. Anyway, words coincide. We all know what it means at this point. Okay. Noodle Incident by... Yuan's sister. And Ari's brother. Max loved noodles. <laughs> Specifically, plain noodles. With a little bit of butter. Some salt. He wasn't big on too many other variations of noodle. And it made his mom incredibly frustrated because he frequently refused to eat anything else other than noodles with maybe a little bit of butter and salt. Is this is this just reversed potato post, no. dude? Fuck, but I forgot that this was the plot of Potato Post. <laughs> this is the exact way Potato Post started, yeah. Can I should have said you? Because it's starting too All similar. Right. Um, Max was a noodle craft connoisseur. Nice. He, he not only collected macaroni paintings, noodle sculptures, he... Himself, he considered himself a master craftsman. Anytime he went to school, it was his go-to activity. If there was a final project, he he had jo Benjamin Franklin in noodles. He he had made um, the state of Tennessee in noodles. He had made all sorts of models, dioramas. All of them involved. Involving noodles. It was his favorite crafting medium. But Max had a, a, a vision, a true vision that he couldn't achieve. At least as it stood. Uh, Max wanted to, to create a canvas out of angel hair pasta that he could paint sauce directly onto like into a painting as his canvas various colors for different sauces whites for alfredo reds for for marinara pestos for greens his whole goal was just to craft a work of art that would be as breathtaking as a rembrandt so he set out on a journey with his backpack on his back and his map in his hand and walked off into the woods where an old lady named Stragomon Olivia used to live. And she was said to make magic potions that could make anything you desire. Now, Stragomon Olivia had a, a cauldron of sorts, a, a very magic cauldron, where a, a cauldron of many things, some would call it. She, she would reach in and just pull out random potions at will. And so when, this, when Max finally reached Dragomon Olivia and asked for her help in, in giving him a potion that would aid his uh, noodle crafting ability, Dragomon Olivia was like, 
yeah, sure, kid, and reached into her cauldron and pulled out a random potion and handed it to him and was like, that should do the trick. And left it at that. Now, Max was too young and impressionable to really uh, ask any further questions or to know not to just trust random potions that were handed off from old ladies in the woods. So he accepted the potion gratefully and went about on his way in search of the skills and, and sauces he needed to create the perfect angel hair canvassed painting. As he walked down the road back through the forest, away from the witch's hut, he saw a toad, a large toad, sitting in the middle of the walkway. He initially felt, mm, I'll just avoid it. But whether it was fate or, or, or happen chance... Happenstance. Hap... Happen... Stance? Yes. Chappenhance. That his, uh, uh, Chappenhance sounds awful. Like a bad drug or something. Like a, like a, st- a straight to co- a commercial, uh, 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 like TV advertised drug. Yeah, yeah, like some, yeah. Are you looking to enhance your chaps? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you suffering from erectile dysfunction? Check out Chappenhance. The, the music changes at that moment. That's the turn. And you see some old man, like, out out in the distance, in the wilderness, in the sunlight, walking with some old lady. They both have smiles on their faces. Do get penalties for tangents? <laughs> well, I sure hope not, or uh, we're fucked. We're definitely going to the penalty box if so. So, uh... All right, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess you could, because we've called delays of games, so... Are we calling it? We both delayed How this. How did we both delay it? This is your fault. Because you, because you jumped in on it. I just corrected you, and then you went off. No, you you jumped in on the. You jumped in on the commercial. Don't back up. I'll I'll roll the tape back for you. You don't. You. Well, that at this point, we definitely get a penalty. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fine. Delay of game. Okay. Should we Should we finish the story? Or does it end there? No, let's. Usually, we would end it there, okay, but uh, okay, uh, okay. let's let's keep doing we'll, this. We'll one. take our penalty after. Yeah. By happen chance, that his presence on the road happened to coincide with the toad sitting in the middle of the road. It's pointless <laughs> to do the word, but just, just so for know. just for the record, we did the word anyway. Whatever. And as he stepped around the toad, the toad. St- Looked up at him and croaked, Did you just come from the witch's hut? And Max stammered, You talk? And the toad said, I'm not a normal toad. Did you come from the witch's hut? And Max said, Yes, I did. And the toad said, Did she give you a potion? And Max Max replied, Yes, she did. And the toad warned, Be very careful. I don't believe the old hag knows what she's giving. And then hopped off. Max considered the warning, but decided he didn't particularly care. His goal here was to make the best noodle art that he could. So he went about his way. His next thing that he needed to acquire was an easel. An easel that would 
hold the canvas of angel hair pasta. Which was going to be more like a tapestry when he really thought about it. Because to get the full canvas effect that he needed, he would have to weave the angel hair together. But he wasn't worried about that. That he could do. He'd done it before. He was an expert at braiding pasta. So, his main concern was finding an easel that was going to be structurally stable enough to hold this angel hair tapestry that he was going to craft. So, he went up the mountain because he had heard of a small girl who was very, very talented in the ways of physical labor and workmanship and figured that if anyone would be able to help build him or teach him to build a, 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 a structural pasta easel, it would be this girl. So he trekked four days and three nights up the mountain, and in the middle of that fourth day, he finally came to a small shack at the top of the mountain. Not too far from where the waterfall started uh, and ran down the mountain. And he approached the house, the shack, and knocked on the door and said, is, is anyone there? But there's no reply. He then heard some very loud swearing. <laughs> I'm, I'm so mad you did this. He then heard some very loud swearing. I'm not mad. Fuck, it's so fucking cold. God damn it. Why do I keep doing this? Every single goddamn time I have to sit under a goddamn waterfall. And it, I know Uncle said it helps, but god damn it. <laughs> he turned to see a very small young girl who couldn't have been older than him, really, truly, um, approaching the shack, soaking wet and shivering and very annoyed. Hello? I heard you were good at manual labor, Max questioned nervously. What's manual? The girl asked, frustrated. Or maybe not. It was hard to tell. It seemed that she only had one volume. <laughs> uh, will will uh will you still do her uh her parts, her replies? Yes, yes, I'll do her responses. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, Max looked confused and said, "You know, like working with your hands." Oh yeah, I guess I can do that. I do that a lot. I got hands. Max stared at the girl for a few moments, blinking confusedly, uh, and then asked, do, do you know how to make an easel? What's an easel? Um, flustered, Max tried to use his arms to gesture and describe the easel with the angles and said, it's a stand which lets you prop like artwork up and lets you paint it. You paint? Not exactly, but kind of. So what do you need an easel for? I I make noodle art. Noodle art? Noodle art. You can make art with noodles? And then Max seeing her uh confusion and excitement uh, 
smiled and pulled out a small um, b- bunny rabbit he made uh, out of uh, rigatoni and campanelle. Whoa! Does it, like, breathe? Or is it just, Wh- like, the noodles? What What do you mean, does it breathe? Like, like you made a rabbit, so it, does it rabbit? Or is it just the... No, no, it doesn't rabbit. It's noodles. How would it rabbit? I don't know. Grandma will pour, like, uh-huh. weird shit on things all the time, and weird stuff happens. Um. Wait a second. And Max pulled out the potion that that the old witch Stragamon Olivia had given him and asked, Is this what you mean? Oh, you met Grandma? Yes. I asked her for a potion that would help me make noodle art. Um, when you say pour weird shit on things and things happen... Well, one time I turned purple. And another time... I grew wings and a tail and horns. I think she turned me into a demon. And another time, I watched her turn a demon into a ferret. Um, intentionally? Yeah, it was hard to say with Grandma. Uh, 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 Maybe? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so you want me to make you an easel? I can try. And then Steph- <laughs> And then the girl, (laughs) and then the young girl went to a nearby tree and kicked it very hard. And two branches fell. She then tried to lean them on each other, similar to how he had displayed his arms. And once the thing somehow managed to stand, she stepped back and went, is this it? (laughs) <laughs> Max looked at her incredulously and looked at the not easel and then looked back at the at the girl and and uh and Max had no uh, no idea how to respond to what he witnessed for a girl smaller than he who could have been his age or even younger just kicked a tree and branches just full branches just fell not twigs he watched tree branches snap off and embed themselves into the ground before the girl picked them up one-handed to pick them up and make them into something uh, uh max stepped back in in, in sh- shock and f- fear and uh, cautiously and uh, and called back not quite it needs to be more secure it also occurred to him as he watched the girl turn towards her structure very confused and seemed to be deep in thought that she was very stupid like truly just nothing seemed to be going on upstairs and he wondered if maybe the legends were uh, incorrect about this girl on the mountains. Sefi then turned back to him. The girl then turned back to him. 
sounds like you're naming her Sefi. I guess her name's Sefi. Sefi turned back to him <laughs> and uh, went, you said secure? Okay. I have an idea. She then went into the house, the shack, and returned with a bunch of rope. Max watched quietly, wondering if she would tie the pieces together in a way that would help them stay up. But to his utter dismay, what she actually did was uh, tie the pieces to the tree trunk so that they wouldn't go anywhere. I secured it! Max stared on, dumbfounded, and as Max's dumbfoundedness left him unable to do anything but continue to blankly stare at the hastily and poorly made, fastened, not easel against the tree, uh, he heard a voice boom across the mountainside. Uh, and the voice said, Sefi? Sefi, this is Chad. We've been looking for you. We don't know where you are. You said you were going up the mountain to get something from the shack. Are you still there? Are you okay? If you need help, just turn your head to the sky and yell really loud. We'll hear you. Oh, right. I was supposed to get something. Uh, what was I getting? Uh, what was I supposed <laughs> to get? Hey, hey, kid, do you know what I was supposed to get? Max, continuing to stare, dumbfounded, having jumped initially at the voice, uh, but then, you know, hearing the voice's message, uh, stared back at the girl, finally uh, opened his mouth and said, What? 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 I... No, how would I know what... Well, you came all the way up here, so I just, like, I don't know, maybe you know, you know? Uh, no, well, I, you know, I you could have you could have met Chad, and Chad could have like told you what I was supposed to get, and then and then sent you up, and was like, "Hey, can you bring Sefi back because she's been missing for a while?" And then and then you showed up, and and then asked me about noodles, and oh, was I getting whiskey? <laughs> Max, still dumbfounded, went. Whiskey? Yeah, you ever cook noodles in it? I've never actually tried noodles boiled in whiskey, but that feels like something Uncle would do. Actually, you know what? Was I looking for Uncle? No, I wasn't looking for Uncle. I think it was whiskey. Max angrily uh, came back to his senses and, and went, Boiled noodles in whiskey? How could you disrespect the noodle like that? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You put did, whiskey's what you use to boil noodles. No, water, water, always water. You use water to boil noodles. Cold water. Really? Yes. I'll show you here. And Max, uh, s seemingly as if his bag were bigger on the inside, started pulling out cooking ware, uh, a small stove pots, and and various utensils, um, and 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 then he, he took out some bottles and poured water into a small pot, um, but uh, as he worked, he worked quickly and efficiently, uh, and the pasta moved through his fingers, 
and at the very end, he looked at the potion that Stregamon Olivia had given him after after the pasta was done and thought about it. He considered the risks. After all, the, this girl had mentioned that uh, she turned purple and grew horns and a tail and wings and that someone else had turned into a ferret. But something about the old witch made him trust her. Maybe it was the fact that when he had gone up to the cabin, he had smelled pasta, a scent he was very familiar with. So, he uncorked the potion and poured it in. Okay, and as he poured it over the pasta, um, he heard the sound of of gears moving and ticking, uh, like a like a clock. And the ticking initially wouldn't stop, but after a moment, uh, he realized that the fumes of this potion coming off of the pasta um, were, were giving him a very exact knowledge of, of time um, like a perfect a perfect internal clock he could tell each second as they passed exactly um, he was acutely aware of of how how many seconds the pasta needed in the water and how to get it ex- the exact timing to get the pasta perfect. Uh, he thought for a moment and realized that this potion was was a a a potion of 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 internal cl- of an internal clock that gives someone acute awareness of time. Um, so he tossed the pasta and plated it. And drizzled a um, a chili oil uh, mixture over the over the pasta, uh, and then placed some in front of the girl Sefi. Um, then he ate a bite first, just to indicate that the food was not poisoned. Sefi shrugged, tried a bite, and then went. That was pretty good. Could use some whiskey. The the pure ra- rage that that instilled in Max aside, what he hadn't considered when pouring in this potion was the potential side effects. And what happened was not something he had ever thought he could account for. Shortly after taking a bite, the noodles began to scream and wiggle in fear, not wanting to be eaten. As Sefi had previously indicated, it seemed like some of the potions brought inanimate things to life as a consequence of their use. And now the pasta was a... definitely... Sentient? It was quite the incident. He, he really wasn't sure what uh, he should do with this. 
And more troublingly, it didn't seem to bother Sefi in the slightest as she kept eating, <laughs> regardless of the pasta screams. The potion had a transmutation side effect, and so all of the noodles started to slowly transform into earthworms, which was the screaming sound. Uh, that came from the noodles as they transformed into the earthworms. Uh, and then the wriggling was because they were worms. Um, Sefi did not seem to care and continued to eat the the noodles, uh, m- much to Max's horror. She shrugged and, and said, uh, Eh! It's fine. It's not like as yummy, but it's got this weird gummier texture, which is kind of okay. It's like, you know, it's like chewier, which now that I'm, the more I'm describing it, the less I like it. But you know what? It's not bad. It's edible. You can eat it. I've eaten other shit. You can eat this. You know what you should make, though? If you make things out of things, you should make a, a, a noodle rolly plank. A, a what? What? And, and as Max uh, stood there, he, he, looked, he looked from the girl to the pasta, back to the girl, back to the pasta, and saw her eating the worms uh, and just dropped his bag and screamed and ran down the mountain. Um, and as he ran, he he passed a some sort of distinguished-looking, tired man who was walking up the mountain. Uh, and as Max screamed and ran by, the man said under his breath, Huh. Must have found Sefi. The end. I'm so mad. <laughs> You're mad about that? Look, as a story, it's fine. <laughs> Okay. I'm just so mad that you brought all those characters into it. <laughs> and I'm even more mad that you made the pasta turn into worms cuz I hate worms. You you made it start wriggling and and said it was becoming sentient. I had to f- find a reason for that. You could have just gone with that. <laughs> but just that it makes the pasta sentient. It's now sentient pasta. Is that better? Sentient pasta than worms? Besides, it's 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 the potions thing. So I was looking at the potions thing to try and make it work, and there was a transmutation and a puppet control. So I was either like pup control the pasta or worm pasta. But it made him horrified, and that worked. Anyway, that was the noodle incident by Elon's sister <laughs> and Ari's brother. Uh. Anyway. We have to go to the penalty box. Yeah, right. Okay. I've oh right. I almost forgot. You should have reminded me. Um all right. So I shouldn't if you go if you go to the penalty box. Yeah. You will see uh Destabagel chapter one. You're gonna click on that. (laughs) Oh no. Oh wait, this is so short. Uh, it's got two chapters, so... Oh, yes, continue. Fuck me, okay. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> just <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, just so we know, the pen, the pen. Yes, this is what is uh, listed as uh, the story is Destabagel by Mystic hang Moon High. H- hang on, hang on. This is the uh, we we said if we had to go, we would explain. Oh it. fuck! So this, right. is the, this is the penalty box. Yep. Uh, when Ari and I fuck something up, like delay of game, or we don't use the word correctly, or you know fuck various other things, name. like fucking up a character's name, we end up having to go to the penalty box. The penalty box is a conglomeration of some of the worst, most horrifically. Um, raunchy and crazy fanfics ever written it's just it's just horrendous um porn fanfic uh of 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 the most obscure fandoms and so we we have to read those and try not to laugh so we are now reading Destabagel by Mystic Moon High. And this isn't an obscure <laughs> fandom. It's from the fandom of Supernatural, uh, featuring Castiel and Dean Winchester. But I, I believe the interesting feature here is that these are Bagel Castiel and Bagel Dean Winchester. And the additional tags are Bagels, Bagelpocalypse. This is what a hiatus looks like. I'm blaming this entirely on that. Crack, bagel blowjobs, anal, beganal, and it's in English. So here we go. Summary. Written during the soon-to-be-infamous bagelpocalypse of 2014. Warnings. Contains bagel... X bagel action. You forgot the word hot. Contains hot bagel X bagel action. I did forget that. But everyone likes a hot bagel, so. <clears throat> um, okay. This is the, I guess, prologue? It's still part of the summary. It's still part of the summary. Open quotes. Bagel Castiel walked into the room. Well, really, he more hopped into the room because he is a bagel and therefore did not have legs or know what legs were. Where Dean ba- Dean Bagel sat, watching Dr. Sexy Bagel. Okay. Dean Bagel was entirely convinced that there had never been and never would be a sexier bagel. Until, of course, Bagel Cass... Cass? Yeah. Okay. Until, of course... Bagel Casp walked, hopped, in front of the television screen. Okay, so maybe he was wrong. Close quotes. Notes. This is meant to be pure crack. <laughs> it is badly done, I am aware. This is supposed to make you laugh. Sorry, the explicit content is not a joke. This is bagel porn. Enjoy. And now I the challenge begins. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Chapter one. <laughs> there are chapters? Oh, God. Okay. This is the longest one we've ever read. Um, Chapter one. Bagel cat. Oh, oh, oh. We just read that. 
Okay, whatever. Chapter 1. Bagel Castillo walked into the room. Well, really, more he more hopped into the room because he is a bagel and therefore did not have legs. Or know what legs were. Where Dean Bagel sat. Watching Dr. Sexy Bagel. Dean Bagel was entirely convinced that there had never been and never would be a sexier bagel. Until, of course, Bagel Cass walked or hopped in front of the television screen. Okay, so maybe he was wrong. Dean Bagel, I told you to put... Uh, I told you to put up the cream cheese. Why are you so untidy? He questioned. <clears throat> I, <clears throat> I'm the one who gripped you tight and saved you from the toaster oven. You can't... You can't at least do one thing, I ask? Bagstiel demanded. Okay, so that's new. Bagel Castiel is Bagstiel. Okay. Bagstiel demanded. Dean was watching the television still through the gaping hole in Castiel's body. Can you have consistency, my God? Bagstiel, Castiel, wow. I think you've laughed by this point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think that's more me being like, okay, there's like a lot of different ways. They, they call them Cass. Big Steel, Castiel. I'm. I don't. I don't think I've actually like fully lied. Okay. Okay. Um, keep going. <clears throat> suddenly, his gave his gaze drifted to Bagstiel. Yep. As his mind wandered down a path that it shouldn't have been wandering down. He was trying to watch Doctor Sexy. Damn it! But his bagel dick did not want to stay in his bagel pants, where it most definitely belonged. It says belonged, but it should be big along. Whatever he was, uh, whatever he supposed he could catch, uh, whatever he supposed he could catch this episode later. He clicked off the television with a smirk. His eyes scanned Castiel's perfectly rounded form, his crust glittering with a light glaze in the low light, and he felt his own mouth begin to water. I could make it up to you. Bagel Dean said suggestively, slipping to the floor in front of Cass. Cass reared back in surprise, but Bagel Dean reached up with his bagel sides and held Cass steady. Cass slowly relaxed, still slightly confused, but starting to become hard. <clears throat> bagel Dean leaned forward and mouthed at Cass's baguette which was quickly rising like dough put into an oven. Bagel Castile moaned as Bagel Dean took it out of Castile's pants and quickly licked a stripe up. That's a laugh. <laughs> stripe up the bread. Okay, my turn. <laughs> Shit, this is so fucked up. Dean took it out of Castiel's pants and quickly licked a stripe up the bread at length, moaning at the flavor of Castiel's butter. Dean swore sometimes that when the great baker had made Castiel, they infused honey into him <laughs> just to make him all the more sweet. Dean would never get enough of the taste of Bagstiel. Oh, Bagel Dean, Bagstiel moaned, bucking his hips Bucking his bagel hips his bagel upwards. Yes. Bagel Dean sucked harder, feeling Bagel Castiel's baguette hit the back of his throat. 
He let out oh a startled moan, reaching down quickly to free his own hardening bread wand from his pants. <laughs> this was so worthy, leaving out the cream cheese. Bagel Dean pulled away, and Bake Steel let out a growl of disapproval. Hold on. I think we can make this better, he promised, smirking. Bake Steel, B- Bagel Cassio looked down at Bagel Dean's now free erection, a bread, a bead of butter swelling at the tip, and he nodded his head. He knew that Bagel <coughs> Dean was too far aroused to leave himself like that, so he would be back soon. Bagel Dean swayed his bagel hips as he walked to the kitchen, grabbing the cream cheese. He refused. He he. When he returned, he found Bagel <laughs> Castiel slowly stroking himself, using his own butter as lubricant. He almost dropped the container from just how hot the sight of it was. Did I tell you you could touch yourself? Bagel Dean demanded, grabbing Castiel's sides to stop him from his stroking. Bagel stood up. T- uh, up tall and straight, a challenge. Do I need your permission to touch my own body? He challenged. Dean smirked and sauntered over, dropping to his n- knees. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> but I'm, But after I'm through with you, you'll never be able to touch yourself again. You'll always crave my touch. I'll get under your crust like the blueberries you were baked with. Oh my god. And your own touch will never... Qu- quite feel the same then you'll finally understand why they named the crumbs after bagels <coughs> dean said stroking up and down castiel's breadstick with the cream cheese i know dean castiel panted smiling and what is that is that the cream cheese yep Cass, all for you wow it's so smooth i can't believe it's not butter <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you laughed there, dude. Because honestly, this was making me get like what? Way too much mention of cream cheese. I'm just like queasy. Ugh. Ugh. It's killing me. Every time the cream cheese is coming up, I'm like, oh. I'm trying to hold it down. This is the time that everyone who listens to this podcast learns something about Ari's brother. Uh, cream cheese. Huge weakness. He, to both weakness. of us, we both hate it. Uh, we can't. It's it, yeah, in a way that's like for me. If you have cream cheese out around me, I'm getting honest. Honestly, I'm getting queasy just thinking about it right now. Like I can't even talk about it. It's so gross. It's so gross. Super okay. nasty. Give me, give me a second. I need to, I need to get myself too, together here. I'm starting to get queasy. This will be a painful penalty for us. It's gonna be brutal. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be so hard. It's going to be so hard. (laughs) I can't believe it's not butter. What a line. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that made me laugh. Okay. 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 Well, that was the penalty box. Exceptionally grueling penalty box for the the sibling twins. (laughs) I don't think we are, but okay. (laughs) I know we're not sibling twins. What did I just say? The sibling twins. <laughs> the sibling twins. <laughs> this is going to sound gross and weird and uncomfortable, but you know what okay. it made me think of no. when you said it? What? Like like the whole like sister wives or just oh, having like no. sister prefacing mm-hmm. another thing. Gross. So no. it'd be like, like 
sister wives or like brother husbands or like <laughs> sister twins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sister twins. Sibling you said twins? sibling. I twins. said sibling twins. Sister twins. Well, either sibling twins sounds like a band. A little bit. When you say it like that, it does. But sound it like sounds a like band, a yes. a band of twins, circa like 2011. You know, it's, made by two twins, obviously, but like it's it has that same energy as like. Did you ever know? Uh, do you know Darling Heart? Yeah, I know Darling Heart. Yeah, I know Darling Heart. The sibling twins yeah. feel like they would have been contemporary. Absolutely, with Darling they Heart. Are, yeah, for sure, they would have like opened. Yeah, for, for Darling Heart. <laughs> like honestly. Now that uh, sibling twins title, have been title established, tosser, titles roll the die. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> you good? Good, good job. Uh, okay, we got a four. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we got number four. Are you writing? God this damn time? it! Sorry, Liv. <laughs> Sorry, Liv. We choose two of your titles. They do not make it, but one day, tattoos. I'll never do again. And um, choose, are you writing this down? Let's change the title. Alibis. We will do that again. That was just created. Live here for you. The first time for your, for listening, your listening pleasure. pleasure. We will do it on this podcast by. Oh wait, we need a word. Yep. The word the is. The word is. Efficacious. Is that what no, you? That's a bad word. I have a word. Are you? Okay. What's your word? Oh. Oh. Okay. So it's inane. Okay. Inane's a better word. You got to read the definition. Inane, silly, senseless, uh, also empty or void. Uh, this season promises another series of inane sitcoms in which immature characters talk about nothing. <laughs> That's a great That sentence. is an amazing oh sentence. God. That was written by some curmudgeonly <laughs> like... <laughs> that was written by someone in 2004 who was like, I'm tired of how I met your mother. Thank God Brenz is in. That over. was written like, by Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> yeah, it was. And it was so well written. Okay. Are you inane? Are writing you writing this down? This down by Elon's by sister. E and Ari's brother. You start this time. You started last time? Yeah. Week? Okay. Hey, are you writing any of this down? She called to the to the to the stenographer to to the note taker who was trying who was typing furiously to try and get everything she had been saying down. Yes, yes, I am. Uh, I'm I'm just you're speaking so quickly. Could you potentially slow down, ma'am? It's 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 hard to get everything you're saying word for word, and uh, it sounds like this is going to be the biggest story of the year. So I, I'm going to need to get everything very clearly because I don't want to misquote you. Oh, fine, fine. I will try to slow down. It's just there's, you understand the, the adrenaline of this kind of situation. Yes, I totally do, ma'am. I totally do. And, I, and I'm, I'm sympathetic to the whole scenario. But please, please just give me a moment to, 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 get, this, to get this written. The reporter. Wait, what did you just mouth to yourself? That I was so mad because you managed to create an opening that had literally no information to work with. Okay. 
I know. I hate you. It's yours to. It's yours to take. I hate you so much. It's so obnoxious. You're welcome. The reporter let out a frustrated sigh. Every single story was always like this. It was always whoever they they were interviewing just going off about how important their subject expertise experience was and expecting the reporter to get it all written out, all concise and clear, thinking it'll be the next big deal. It was so frustrating. None of their stories mattered. They were all inane, all vapid, void of any real substance. Why had he chosen to become a Hollywood reporter? A celebrity reporter. Of course he should have known that this was what he was signing up for. He needed something with more substance now, or he felt he might just walk into the ocean like it was he was so over it he needed something to remind him of why he started writing in the first place it wasn't this he didn't ever want to be a reporter that hadn't been it he'd wanted to be a writer a real writer with a story to tell but not this. Someone, somewhere along the line, had convinced him that reporting was going to be the more stable of the writing professions, that he was making the smart economic decision, that this is what really, truly would satisfy his creative need and his need to write while also allowing him to make a living. But what a lie that was, because he just felt soul-sucked. And, yeah, paid, but not super well. Not enough to be worth this. He, need, he needed to make a pivot, to, to try something new, to, to write what he wanted to write. And that's when the senator gave me $100,000 in, uh, in a duffel bag and said, don't tell anyone about this ever. Uh, the the reporter blinked and said, "I'm sorry, I my my mind was drifting. What was that you just said?" And she said, "Oh my God, you really weren't aren't listening. You're just not listening. This is a huge story. Why are you not more excited about this? You should be freaking out. An acting senator has been. I mean, the the number of women he's done this to is outrageous." And the reporter looked at her and blinked and shook shook his wandering thoughts away, knowing that while he wanted to be a writer and wanted creativity and wanted something of substance, he knew, even as a begrudging reporter, that this wasn't the typical Hollywood starlet complaining about not getting enough time on, you know, in a column. This was a real true situation that he had stumbled upon. And he knew, he knew <clears throat> that while he wanted to write fiction, all fiction, all good fiction is based in nonfiction. And so he took a deep breath and thought, maybe I can be the 
the one who writes the book on this scandal. And he started typing up notes about what she said and, and focusing his thoughts on, on this, this corrupt senator who had been uh, who had been pushing a lot of pushing a lot of uh, screen time recently to push an agenda. And the, the public was very aware of this name. But there were rumors that there were some shady scandals going on behind the scenes with that specific senator. And this woman was beginning to confirm it. Now, he wasn't a reporter who had anything to do with the political scene or investigative, but he saw an opportunity. He saw an opportunity and then cleared his throat and asked, uh, actually, <clears throat> before you continue, I have a question. Do you know the names of anyone else who was involved with him? And she, and she stopped for a moment and went, yeah, I, yeah, I, I do, actually. I have three, I know three different people, one of whom I worked with, who also went through this with him and, and had him pay us for our silence. Okay. Um, could you give me their names? And she said the women's names and he typed them down and said, do you think any of them would be willing to have have an interview or potentially a group interview and talk about this together and and she paused and said i'll call one of them right now and she pulled out her phone and dialed her friend and asked if she'd be willing to put her name down recorded about this while she about was making her call deviant scandal while she was making her call, he stepped out to call his <coughs> editor, let them know, let her know that this was like the next big story. He was sure. But shockingly, she didn't seem all that surprised or interested. <laughs> Why not? I, I hate I hate how accurate to like modern journalism what you just said is. Oh, but wait. Why not? <laughs> oh, no. He countered. Because unless you're telling me that he's buying votes, no one gives a rat's ass what this scummy guy with power does to women. Because, let me tell you, scummy guys with power always fuck around with women and then pay them for their silence. And guess what? There are no consequences. And guess what? It's been happening for ages. And it'll continue to happen. And occasionally a story breaks and people pretend to have outrage about it. But then they move on and pretend like it didn't happen. And they forget all about it in a month. So this is not the breaking but story this, you think it is. But this guy's lying. Openly. To the public. And he's, he's such a hypocrite. Talking out of both sides of his mouth. The public needs to know that. He, don't you think? He's a politician. What you just said is the definition of a politician. So you just want me to write this as a Hollywood fluff piece and, and keep going? <sighs> no, I think you've just hit a bust. I don't think you're going to get a good story out of this. Look, kid, I know you're new to this, and it sucks, and hey, if you are actually genuinely morally outraged by this, good on you. 
but I've been in this business a long time and I've seen stories like this repeatedly and hell, I tried to be the one to break one once upon a time. I thought it would start a whole movement. And you know what happened? My editor shut it down because... But you don't have to be that editor. You're right, I don't. And I didn't have to take it back then. I brought the story to a different publisher. A different... Fuck, what are they called? I don't know. A different uh, journal... News agency? Agency? Is it... News? News? News source? I brought it to a different channel. News desk. It would be a news desk, right? Because then like a different one with a different editor would pick it up. I brought it to a different company. And yeah, they broke the story and for a very short period of time, there was an outcry and then nothing happened. Look, I'm just telling you it sells and it's not this. We live in a world with senators and people in political power and people who just have a fuck ton of money and hypothetically no political power and all they do is abuse it and unless you're catching unless in this story you're telling me he committed treason and paid a witness off it's not it's not gonna break anything it's not a big deal the public they won't care. We don't know what he's done until we look into it, right? Sure. Look, if you want to waste your time chasing this lead, go for it. But also, no, we're not airing this story until you have assembled proper evidence that this will actually be worth something. I'll do my research. I'll do my research. I'll get out there. I'll hit the. I'll hit the ground. I'll make this. I'll make this a story because honestly. I want to drop this story and then make enough money to be a writer and write a book about it. <laughs> Good luck with that. That's what I really want. Well, you and everyone, kid. I'll make I'll make it happen. Just you watch. You see. You'll see. When I turn this story into you, you're going to look at it and go, yeah, this is the next All the Presidents Men. Journalism doesn't work like that anymore, but go for it. And uh, and the and the editor hung up the phone, <clears throat> and he walked back into the room with a slightly more uh, adamant and and driven aura as he sat back down at his computer and said, "I'm sorry. Can we take it from the top? I want to ask you a few more questions. I have I have leads to connect here." I have to figure out how big this goes. And she uh, said, well, that's perfect timing. Um, my friend agreed. So we can interview at least with her as well. And she's going to ask some of the others. Okay. I appreciate that. And then, and then, uh, and then she said, uh, she said, Okay, so I'll start at the beginning. Uh, and he said, yeah, that's perfect. And she said, you're writing this down? And he said, absolutely. The end.
I'm so mad at you. That was You're Writing This Down by Elon's sister. Are you writing this down? Are you writing this down by Elon's sister? By Elon's and Ari's brother. That one wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible, but that was just so rude improv-wise. Only in the beginning. Then I gave context. You gave context after I started taking the story in a very different direction. <laughs> you, like, went and well doubled back on whatever you were doing before without context. <laughs> it wasn't without context. You were, you, were, you, were, you were having him go off on this thing in his head. He was thinking about writing a book and thinking about all this stuff. And we had established that she had already been like, are you writing this down to him? And he was like, what? And so I was like, oh, he's a daydreamer. He, he has a vision. He has a goal. But, but it's lofty. And then, you know, the story that was going on around it came back. That's how I saw that. I think... I don't know. I think did it. Yes, and <laughs> yes, anding. <laughs> that was yes, anding. I, I yes, I yes, pivoted, That's but I yes, not anding. yes, anding. Pivoting is not yes, anding. <laughs> it kind of is. Also, you got you were able in this story to get one of the most scathing commentaries on modern journalism and media, and that was not only am I glad I pivoted just for that. I hope that gets clipped and played for everyone everywhere. So I look like the jaded bitch. <laughs> no, so that people hear it, because it's so true. Yeah, fair. Not the whole bit, just the part where you talk about how it's like, that's not a story. That's not a story. Every, every fucking guy in politics with money and power does shit with women and pays them off. This isn't news. I wrote that kind of shit once, and a week later, nothing happened. It was like, oh my god, Ari, fuck. You're right. <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> you weren't expecting it, though. That caught you off guard. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't want to interrupt at all. I wanted to just keep going. Just be the, just be this editor right now. Be the editor. <laughs> all right. Uh, so those were our <clears throat> two stories for today. Um... They were. Um... I guess, uh... Overall, neither were bad. I'm just annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I know. For what? Oh, my God, no! When did that even occur? Oh, wait, no. Weird. That's very weird. So, a, a notification came up that says, Problem report, logic for a quit unexpectedly. But... But behind it, Logic Pro is still recording. <laughs> and it's not quit at all. It's like still there. Interesting. So I don't know what just happened. I have no idea what just happened. I, I would but I, if we lost another episode. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna hit. Um Okay, now we're back in the episode. Okay. Um yeah.
Are we are we are we ending? Is that the end of the episode? I I believe that's the end of the episode. Okay, let me get the uh thing up here. Outro. Uh, and we I want to go to script. Where's the script? Okay. <laughs> Those were stories. These are titles. And this is a podcast. Dry your tears, everyone. We'll be back next time. Okay. Don't you say we'll be back next time, too? Or... No. Nope. Nope. You're. I'm wrong. Fuck it.